Hello. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Sophia? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Excellent. Got my foot throat chakra ready. <laughs> oh, good. At least one of us has. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, ladies. Hello, ladies. Hiya. So, welcome back to the Divine Tribe channel and podcast number three. How exciting. My goodness. <laughs> um, today, we are going to be talking about acceptance. Um, the roots to acceptance, the reasons for acceptance, and as per usual, we will summarise our points as we get to the end of this podcast. A um, little bit different today because we've got Sophia with the introduction. I'm very excited for it because <laughs> we weren't prepared at all. So here we go. We accepted that we weren't prepared. <laughs> I, I was um, in acceptance, yeah. Spider Mum is recording. Yeah, I accept that my child is um, talking to me. So, <laughs> so um, I'm using a quote from the Huffington Post as a type of introduction. Um, to, it's a bit of a blurb on what acceptance is. And it says, one minute, my son wants to think about Spider-Man while I want to talk. Go upstairs. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> the joys of being a spiritual mom. <laughs> so, first law of spirit or a stepping stone along the path to freedom is acceptance. Real acceptance is not for wimps, nor is it a wishy washy, passive way of making do with whatever is present. It is not a whatever attitude or a resignation, not about liking or approving, letting life flow with. Um, Letting life flow and not letting things get in the way. It's about being receptive. Sorry. Yeah, it's about being receptive and not trying to exert pressure. It's like the um, absence of againstness. I found that an interesting word, againstness, the absence of againstness. Um, but yeah, so that was something that got my acceptance juices flowing and that I could kind of resonate with so I thought it'd be something nice to kind of start today with so when when we're talking about acceptance the listeners will know that it's not just oh if something's terrible in life just accepting it's bad it's a different type of acceptance so um back to you Sarah <laughs> what what me no um well I really love the uh the kind of againstness thing that is like amazing you know the opposite of againstness you know so it's saying that you are full you know but yeah. the interesting part about acceptance for me absolutely is that it doesn't always come from a place of joy you know no it also no. doesn't come from a place of submission no it doesn't come from a place of anger, you know? Like, it's really an interesting thing to arrive at acceptance. So I'm trying to think about the emotion that evokes acceptance. Mm. I haven't landed on that yet. What is the emotion that 
evokes acceptance. It's definitely not resistance, you know, that's almost like the opposite of acceptance or againstness. Um, yeah, what is the emotion? Yeah, what is the emotion? Um, is it peace? Yeah, I think so. Mm. It's peace. So the seeking of peace creates acceptance? It's almost like a, a calm, isn't it? Like a calm, well, I'm saying isn't it? We're exploring it, we're unpicking it. So it could be seen as like this calmness that comes into you within a situation that um, heralds in this acceptance thing that we're talking about, this sudden realisation as to what the situation is, mm-hmm. what the maybe lessons of it is, what the why it's happening. Suddenly it just can feel calm. So, oh, and suddenly that thing, acceptance, seems to be sitting there. Almost like, you know, you imagine this storm, you know, this raging storm in the sea. And then you realise that you are the sea and the storm stops. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I feel like for me, how my acceptance kind of came about or the beginnings of the acceptance was off of the back of the storm, you know. So there were all of these kind of intrusive thoughts there was the you know when we spoke about the um letting go a couple of weeks ago yeah the letting go came after all of the holding on you know Mm -hmm. trying to hold on to this previous space or this previous character um and then you know you get all of the the thoughts on the back end that you have to kind of make peace with you know or even if even if you haven't completely made peace, you've kind of made some sense of what is actually happening, but you still can't accept you still can't fully accept it until in your mind you're saying, look, okay, this is too much now. I I need to accept this. I need to accept this. I just want I want peace. I want peace from the situation. Um and then the peace comes. And then the clarity comes <laughs> over what's been going on. So, so there's, there's like a phase, like a stage there before you arrive at acceptance where you're like telling yourself that you need to accept it. For me, 100%. 100%. You can almost feel the word surrender with it, can't you, like, when you surrender? Yeah, because it's like, what are you fighting against? Like, there, there comes a point in your mind where, it, where you can see everything. And then it just comes and it's like, what are you actually, you're actually fighting against yourself here. Mm. You're fighting against yourself. Let it go. It's it's weird because there are these different kind of processes and you kind of go back and forward inside and out of different, different processes until you get to this point and you're like, okay. So I think that there's another part of the whole, you know, you've got the five, is it five stages of, of grief? or seven um, and it ends with acceptance I'm going to go beyond acceptance and say after acceptance there's the accountability and responsibility on your part where you where these thoughts and feelings may still crop up here and there and that's your responsibility to deal with those in the new space I was going to say that actually that you know sometimes acceptance comes 
in ways and actually it's just a level of commitment every single time because you may have come to the conclusion that you accept something but your trauma may not allow you to do that you know Mm. or or your, your past history with certain people may not allow you to do that so you have to constantly revisit and nurture that that space um in order for that acceptance to really fully kind of saturate your your thinking mm, yes and 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 it's not to say that on on any given day when you're feeling a little bit exhausted or whatever that that feeling doesn't arise again and it's just that choice there when that feeling arises not to act upon it because really the the backdrop is acceptance mm. yeah yeah because i think there's a lot of energy um that's involved when you're going through those waves i think there's a lot of energy but when you kind of start to calm yourself down whether it's through through meditation breathing techniques again it kind of gives your mind that that kind of resting period where you can see things a little bit more clearly and how much you are involving yourself where you're not allowing that acceptance to kind of you know get down in there to kind of take a hold yeah and I feel like there's a lot of the time you know when we think about having to accept something it's not really the thing it's how you feel about the thing you know it's your perception of the thing um because events and things are just what they are events and things it's how you perceive it is what kind of affects you and there's a way in which your brain and your nervous system kind of interact with one another and create this pathway to this feeling. And me personally, I, I really like to go, I like to slow down the process entirely. And I like to almost come out of myself and watch myself react to particular things, um, especially when it comes to acceptance. I feel like this is definitely one of the first stages to observe how you are affected by the thing that you feel like you need to accept because actually I feel like you have to have some level of extreme response in order to get to the place where you're like oh no I must accept this yeah because there are things that come and go in life all the time but those ones that stick are the ones that have already made a pathway and they made a pathway a very long time ago like those ones that stick are part of your blueprint. Mm. And it is literally going into that space and finding out that that feeling that you get in the brain that sends something through to the body and you you find that space. Does it land in your heart? Does it land in your throat? Do you get a lump in your throat? Does your belly feel a little bit sick? You know, like, where does it go? Is it hitting your root chakra? Do you get pain in your knees? Just really slowing that entire process down and working out exactly where this pain is hosting. And sometimes the smallest thing that we can do is maybe not accept the event and the thing, but accept that pain. Mm -hmm. Accept that that you're experiencing that. Mm. Because people find resistance, won't they, in the word acceptance, if they think that it means to to let something be that feels like it's like it's it's insulted them or it's hurt them. Yeah, like unjust. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in reality, you don't have to accept 
what has been done to you or against you, but you can go into making it about an inner you thing. And like you said, accept mm-hmm. how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Allow yeah. yourself to feel and accept that this is how it's made you feel. Yeah. And I guess that is the beginning stages as well. Or it could be the end, because some people, they offer acceptance everywhere, but actually then they are crippled in agony with pain because really they don't accept, you know. Mm-hmm. They've just swallowed that piece of whatever it is and they've, they've shoved it in their knees. They've got an aching knee for 10 years mm-hmm. now instead of dealing with that thing yeah, or dealing with that person, you know. Um, it's very, it's very interesting, actually, and and especially because every cell in your body. Here we go. This is the thing I've been saying all week long. <laughs> <laughs> every cell in your body is listening. You know, every cell in your body wants you to accept things. It doesn't want you to not accept. You know, and here you are creating resistance. Yeah, which is forcing them to overwork. Yeah, I think it's a lot like. Um the whole concept of forgiveness or the whole concept of letting go like a lot of people feel like to forgive someone is allowing them to either allowing that person to get away with something or you forgive them but you're you're just shoving it under the carpet you're just shoving what has happened under the carpet which can lead to resentment for that person and Mm -hmm. a, a lack of love for yourself but actually forgiveness and letting go and acceptance and none of those things on my journey and my um kind of realizations about it it's none of those things it's about you it's all about you it's all about you freeing yourself from from you know that energy that is holding you in that space that that doesn't serve you anymore it it doesn't exist anymore but you're allowing it to stay alive inside of your body you know yeah and I guess the conditioned response would be like you know you are creating this level of vulnerability because you're accepting it's going to happen again you know and ultimately it's the reverse of that you know life doesn't work like that when something comes at you and you accept it (laughs) and that's not saying that you 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 relinquish boundaries and you behave in a way that isn't going to benefit you you know that's saying that you accept what is you know then actually you are able to move forward because you have, you've gone past that. You're not stuck. You don't create resistance. Because I find a lot of the time when people are like, that's never going to happen to me again. That's around the corner, darling. Oh, yeah. And again, and again, <laughs> and again. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a level of um, wanting to be in control as well when you cannot accept something. You know, there's a level of control that you want in that kind of area but when you let go of that control and face the uncertainty you, the world's your oyster because you've you've just you've just let it go like you've just let it go you're allowing you're allowing um it to be what it's going to be not what you want it to be yeah i guess that is the story of life right isn't it like ultimately yeah Although we have been raised to believe that we hold the sky up and if we just move our hands, the whole thing's going to fall down. Like, it's a fallacy. The truth is, like, that you could drift through life and it would be quite pleasant. Yep. 
Yeah, because you only have control over what you're doing in your space. And even then, you don't have full, you don't have full control. Exactly. You don't have full control. So, yeah, I've learned a lot on this road of acceptance. So much. So much. You know, and what what you feel or what you perceive to be affecting you on the outside, why you can't make that acceptance jump it's it's that it's you needing to mirror yourself basically all of those things that are bothering you about that situation just hold the mirror up you'll find everything in there you'll find everything Mm -hmm. everything you need to know about yourself right now is there and you'll be able to let go and you'll be able to accept also, I guess if, if you just spent your time leaping over issues, you know, wouldn't you just keep facing them? Because you would still be the same you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of part of the process, isn't it? To have to find acceptance for things that you, you do not control. Mm. And that is almost everything. You know, like, I just thought about it and I was like, you don't even control your breath. You don't control your breathing. You don't. It just happens. And it flows and it's okay, you know. It's to our, our benefit, not to our detriment. Mm. If we can be in this space right now and accept that we breathe, you know, and we have no choice but to breathe until we stop breathing, then why do we think we are so in control of everything? <laughs> You know, it's so true. I think, I think, um, taking it back to the idea of connecting to the idea of forgiveness, I think it's important in acceptance to allow it to be a process and not like you know, like when you watch the news and somebody's child has been killed and the person's a Christian or something or. And they'll say straight away, I forgive the person who did it. And you know that that forgiveness comes from, because within their belief, forgiveness is important. But that's not a process. It's like my religion says forgiveness is key. So I just will say I forgive them. But I think acceptance and forgiveness, there's a process to them. And I don't think... You, it can just happen because of a doctrine or a um, something you believe. I think it's a, it has to be a process. Um, so I think there's levels to both forgiveness and acceptance. So there's the saying you forgive or saying you accept and actually the act of forgiving and the act of acceptance. And I think both feel totally different in your spirit and in your body. Yeah, they feel different in your body. You've got a different feeling. What what is what is what is the act? You know, what are the acts of forgiveness? What are the acts of acceptance? You know, if you were to break it down and say, this is the process of acceptance, what would it look like? It look like madness. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it it actually looks like complete madness because. It depends on it. I suppose it depends on how close that thing or those people are to you or were to you, you know, 
you've got to go through those stages, those processes. Otherwise, you're lying to yourself. You're completely lying to yourself. Like, mm. it's, it's not something that you can just say. It's something that you need to feel inside of you. You know, that you still love that you know it's like you know like a couple of weeks ago we spoke about um oh what was it you know when you say like I forgive that person right? mm -hmm. but you've still got that resentment or there's still that little bit of anger that's holding on or you want to bite back or whatever when you're when you've gone through the whole process you no longer have those feelings because you know that actually I'm connected to you you are me. I have these same. I have these same flaws that you have. We're the same. So yeah, it's definitely right. it's definitely a process of grieving. And when I look even closer, it's grieving a piece of me that still wants to stay alive in another space. I don't want it alive, but my body needs to, um, it needs to, things need to catch up, whether it's my mind that needs to catch up or it's my body that needs to catch up to what it is now, what I want, where I'm going for my future. Um, and not in an old, not in an old space that, that it doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work. So yeah, there's definitely a process of grieving you know wanting to hold on then letting go and um yeah it's just I think it's more just about you facing yourself and um being kind to yourself as well with compassion for those feelings because sometimes I think like you can be quite embarrassed about the way that you might have these thoughts about what's happened you know but it comes back to accepting actually yeah like I do feel like that right now, but that's not going to last. The more I accept it on a soul level, the more I will see things clearly. It's not anger. That's that's the angry stage, you know? I find it such a tough thing to discuss, really, because there's so many elements to acceptance. Mm. It's really not clean cut and it's not straightforward and there's so many processes to go through and actually I don't feel like anybody has a similar process like we all have in like like a freaking thumbprint everybody has a different way of reaching acceptance or reaching forgiveness or whatever it is and Really, this is a great space to share those techniques that we have and what we use to do that. I wonder how, how or if that would resonate with anyone else, because it's so it's so deep, especially when it comes to accepting things to be untrue that you've believed to be true all your life for example accepting that the heroes of your supposed story are actually the villains <laughs> it's such a big thing you know or like accepting 
that your parents done their best, even if you didn't feel it, or you didn't think it, or you could you could quote seven pieces of evidence to prove that they didn't. Like you had a hot meal every day, you know. You got dunked in the bath, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So it's really, it's it it, it actually is almost kind of uh, in in the scale can be measured as the scale of acceptance maybe to how deep that thing has infiltrated your idea and your sense of self. Mm. I think it's like it's, there's a layering process to it as well. Mm. And I think that there's got to be a level of observation involved with your thoughts, what you're actually contributing to um because obviously the more you play into how you're feeling in a negative way that's not helping you to move forward or that could keep you actually stuck in that loop um yeah it's there's definitely so many layers that are involved so many layers that are involved and it is really like important to observe what it is that you're thinking so you do not get caught in the loop forever. It's a chance to look at that loop and to, to again, reprogram. You know, you can go mm -hmm. to the space where they are at because you've been there before. You've been there before. You know, we didn't just arrive here. We were in that space of, of um, you know, having a lack of understanding, um, a lack of knowledge, lack of feeling, you know, so... There, there are so many layers and there are so many tools that you can use to help with the process, but the process needs to happen. You can't lie about it. Yeah. I guess I'd like to ask also, you know, what is the hardest thing that you've ever had to accept, ladies? Ooh. Ooh. I think it was in the process of shadow work. And that is a continued process, of course. It doesn't seem to end. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But acceptance sides of myself that if I hadn't done shadow work, I would have denied were parts of me. Um, that has been really hard, harder than I would have expected because I've lived my life. I know everything I've done. Yeah. But to accept it, and to have my mind throwing up different events and different times. Sometimes uh, I, I didn't honour myself. Times when I've made bad choices, said the wrong things. And all these things thrown up to say, okay, what do you think about this then? <laughs> and having to look at it. And my biggest thing, when I was younger, I used to imagine, you know, when, when, um, you know, when people say the day of judgment. Mm -hmm. Like sitting there like in a cinema with God. And in replaying all these moments to you going, mm, right, yeah, oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> that was my vision of the day of judgment. But what's happened is that shadow work. So my shadow work plays out like that vision that I had of judgment day. Mm -hmm. It's like a cinema plays in my mind. And sometimes it's been, I could be an Asda or any other reputable um, supermarket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I could be just picking up like a bag of rice and just some memory from 
2005 were just hit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and that, that for me, acceptance of self, acceptance of my light and my dark, that's been the hardest acceptance for me. Accepting everything else has been much easier. Accepting certain relationships that I have with people and that they are what they are was easier than mm-hmm. accepting my relationship with myself. And how much of a, how much I've kind of been disingenuous about who I am. I, I yeah. Different people, different versions of me based on what they would accept. And that's been hard to wow. accept that I wasn't, I wasn't living my truth. I wasn't authentic. That is really powerful. And, you know, like I had this kind of image in my mind when you're talking about this thing in Asda, like literally a hand grenade thought you know yeah. <laughs> it was a hand grenade someone just threw it in it landed in your mind and you were like whoa yeah. like I'm in after but I feel like I'm in the battlefield because my mind is kicking my butt right now and you can't outwardly show anything because it's like <laughs> you can't stop like wailing and oh god my brain because then I'd, I'd get a nice snuggled jacket put on me and some, some <laughs> strong men carry me off uh, <laughs> So you have to kind of just behave outwardly like everything's fine. When your world feels like it's just like you said, like a grenade just been thrown in. So mm. I remember that I literally just, I, I, it shows how much I buried even away from myself. And as I undo all these layers in the shadow work, all, all these things come, come like skeletons coming out the closet. Yes, it's so interesting, actually, because I totally identify with that. You know, whenever in my life I felt like I was in crisis, my ability to remember it has shut down. And I leave the space, and I know it's happened, but I couldn't recall a day of that experience. It's just not there. And then Shadow Work says, oh, yes, it's (laughs) it. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, how about I just give you a flashback right now because you look really happy. <laughs> you look so happy today, you know. <laughs> how about a little misery with your joy? Like, <laughs> it feels like... It's like, like, in your head like, like you're a reefer and suddenly they bring up a time where there was no respect involved in the whole... Absolutely, you're like, like, oh, my God, like, that was not respectful at all, yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. But it's magic, though. It's so magic and it's so well-timed as well. It's just beautiful. I really love that experience because it's like, and just like that, the clouds arrived. It's very clever. It's very clever. The powerful part is when you just show it, you go, and you go, I accept that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I accept it. I accept where I was at that time. Mm. I accept everything Mm. that I did. And uh, it's all part of who I am, and I did that, yeah. But I accept mm-hmm. it. I I'm not. Re- I'm not resisting it. And maybe that's what acceptance is as well—the absence of resistance. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's beautiful. It's a flow, isn't it? Like you were talking earlier on about the cells and the way we get diseased, mm-hmm. disease, because we're creating a blockage. And I think when we're not accepting things, we are creating that blockage. There's no flow. And flow is so important. We're spo- we, like Bruce Lee said, we are supposed to be like water. 
we've yes. been saying this. This has been coming up a lot lately. Be like water. Be like a tree. Be like water. Adapt. Bend. Water is so freaking powerful. Like you got this little trickling stream, right? And it can just smooth any jagged rock. Yeah, trickling stream so gently, so so um, so diligently. You know, and so repetitive, but consistent enough to smooth that rock. Then you've got this gnarly ocean. You know. It's so deep, you have no idea what lives inside it. When there's a storm, no one can be out there. Like, it's, the water is absolutely amazing. And it nourishes everything in nature. Everything. It's full of so much knowledge and consciousness. It is. And I was thinking about trees as well yesterday. I was like, well, the trees have water yeah. in them. So that means they're full of knowledge. Yeah. They're full of it. Yeah. So, so cool. the lower world, and then the and then all that photosynthesis of the trees and the plants, and you know, the clouds and it's raising up mm-hmm. the clouds and coming back down. In that, we oh, just I'm tingling. Nature, yes, so beautiful, so beautiful. There is a when you connect with nature, is a perfect example. Of acceptance. Yes. Yes. Perfect example. 100%. And I don't even use the word perfect because I don't like it, but it really, <laughs> nature is perfect. It's perfect. It cannot be, you know, it cannot not be perfect. Mm-hmm. So, Nadine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every season, everything, whatever happens. Um, Nadine. The, the hardest thing that you've had to accept? Um, that life wasn't what I thought it was. Ah. Existence is not yeah. what I thought it was. Mm. Not by a long shot. Um, yeah. The other hardest part was definitely working through my shadow. Um. Mm especially in the beginning stages where I tried to run. When I first caught a glimpse of my shadow, I was like, what the hell is that? Quick, close the door. Close the door. <laughs> I don't want to see that again. don't want to see that again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but kept knocking. Ooh, he's there. I'm here. Literally. It starts coming oh, through the window. Like, <laughs> don't even knock no more. It's coming through the air vents. It's just everywhere, man. It's in the water. It's making you itch. Like, it's everywhere. (laughs) It was coming through the dream state. And I was like, listen, I can't. I'm scared to go to sleep now. I'm actually frightened to go to sleep because every night it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. You know, and um, the more I realized that actually, this is who you have been. Like, this is who you have been. You've hurt people. People have hurt you. Like, you need yeah. to actually look at yourself. You need to look at yourself, you know. But so that was definitely the hardest, um, the one of the hardest stages of acceptance for me was accepting myself, you know. But the further yeah. along on the journey that I've gone, it's like my shadow doesn't embarrass me so much anymore. It's like, oh, it's you you know it's like whatever yeah it's me like you know I'm no different to anyone else really but it's how how are you going to deal with that side of you 
how can I deal with that side of me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ego, like, can be out of control sometimes. How can you get a handle of it? You know? Yeah. Definitely. Ooh. This is really nice and heavy. I can feel it in my heart space. Um, Mine is... I didn't I didn't love myself. I didn't I didn't know how to love myself and I was looking for people outside of me to love me. And then I would say that that was what I was getting, love, but I definitely wasn't getting love and I definitely wasn't loving myself. So it was very difficult when I realized actually that I could I could always have loved myself. If I'd only known how I could always have loved myself instead of having gone through all of that. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a big one. That's quite a big one, that one. Yeah. Wow. And actually, you know, like, I could say every single day, I am now committed to loving myself. And it feels great. You know, like, I have accepted that it's my duty not anyone else's. So it was hard to accept that at first because I just thought that's not what love mm. is, you know. People give you love and then you feel lovable, you know. But I didn't realise I needed to give that to myself and it definitely put me in so many compromising positions. Um, and, yeah, through that process, I've learned to love myself. And I'm like, I'm still in my infancy of loving myself, you know. I am deeply committed to this job, and it's amazing. I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I have to chime <laughs> yeah. in there with the um, loving yourself. Definitely, like that—that's definitely another hard one for sure, for sure. Because mm-hmm. when you when you don't know how to love yourself, you don't even know that you're not loving yourself. You know, because it's yeah. all external. We're taught that it's external as well you know we're taught Mm -hmm. that it's external like who are you if you don't have your family who are you if you don't have you know this and that you don't have a partner you're not married all of these things are outside of you when actually the love comes from inside it comes from inside yeah Yeah, and the most amazing part is that you create the blueprint for love so other people know how to love you and you you use that as the standard exactly and and the thing is is also what I'm finding is the more that you give to yourself the more love that you give to yourself by honoring your boundaries you know Mm -hmm. and all of these other things that we do you you don't put up with anything do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So when someone has crossed the boundary that is very, it's clear, you know, actually, this is an act of self-love that I have for myself because I know, I know this mm. road, you mm-hmm. know. So- and you know, like, your intuition is gnarly when your self-love is in <laughs> yeah, check as well. Like, it's so, like, it is, like, super warrior, like, in tune, like, nothing can get past your no intuition. Questions. And if you, you and and actually that is the process of respecting your boundaries. You know, your intuition is reminding you you have a boundary here. What are you going to That's do? Um, 
and it's beautiful it really is and even discipline as well it's such an act of self-love and people get lost in that and they think it's punitive and it's related to like punishment and and like they just can go back to school or they go back to their mum or their dad when they got punishment discipline you need discipline that's not what it is that is not what it is and it's been misused it's another word that has been conditioned when it's so powerful and so helpful for us into some some word that just creates fear and it shouldn't because discipline is really what we need to thrive in this life just in a spiritual sense, spiritual discipline is so important. Yes. And if people want to um, create a relationship with their ancestors and things like that, spiritual discipline is very important because it shows a level of respect for yourself and for the spirit world as well. And it's like mm-hmm. you said, it's been taken, the word, and I think this has been done a lot with a lot of helpful words have been taken and given a new meaning that makes them an unhelpful yeah. word, gives them a different energy. So at this point, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not very many useful words because most words come with a connotation that's not helpful to what we're trying to express. Mm. Yeah, that like people have put currency on specific yes. words. And that is like energetic currency on specific words. It's fascinating. And then you think, why would anyone do that? And actually, you can see how it could be purposeful, you know. It would allow people to be lost and locked in, you know. Yeah. It would allow people to continue to be scared, yeah. to show their true self. Yeah. People are scared. As if there's something to be ashamed of. It's like the word sacrifice. It, it, do you know what it is? Sorry. It's a lot, it's, sorry, I'm sorry. It, it's like a lot of the words that will bring us yeah. together. Like vulnerability, for example. You know, everyone's like, oh, no, like, I wouldn't do that. That is, that is about connection more than ever. But, but the energetic currency on that word means that some people will never utter it. Yeah. To show this face, I know what that's like. It's kind of to show this face of I'm strong, I can hold this together. You know, I was very much like that. Very mm-hmm. much like that. Like, I would just just put on this front of being this very, very strong woman. Like, you can't tell me anything. I'm doing things my way and this, that and the other. Um, and it didn't help me. It didn't help me. I needed to strike a balance of being vulnerable because, you know, having that front of strength, um, it didn't help me because when when I when I actually was vulnerable and I needed help, it didn't come. It mm-hmm. didn't come because no, she's fine. She's the strong one. She she can handle this. You know, obviously. The interesting part is, did you know how to ask nope, for help? Did you express that you needed help? Because I've definitely been in that position where I'm like, no one helps me, no one does anything for me. And then someone's like, have you asked them? And I'm like, no, but they should know. Yeah, like, want people to how? Minds, right? how should they know? <laughs> yeah. I've accepted mm-hmm. that people can't read minds. 
oh man that is a tough one to accept as well man. Like, what do you mean they don't know they should know because i did this that the other and the fifth and they what do you mean they don't know they know like they don't know until you ask yeah, them and then even when you ask is how you ask as well are you asking in an open-ended question or are you being dismissive of dismissive of them already like i'm only asking you because but you're going to say no aren't you like and then on top of that it's like how do you receive the no if it is a no like do you go oh my god that's it i'm never speaking to that person again you know or do you accept that sometimes people say no and you have the right to say Absolutely. no too and it's not personal exactly. but getting to that point is difficult definitely yeah. and 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 like that is like how how do we not do that how do we not like when someone says no to us, how do we not go into our bank of, I did this for you, you know, <laughs> and pull up the freaking 15 item list of all the things that you've done for this person. And then they say no to you and you think, oh, well, and now you have to check yourself because why did you do those things? Did you do them from the heart? Did you do them because you love them or did you do them because it's currency? Exactly. And what can you learn? What can you learn yeah. about that no that you've received? What can you learn about yourself? What can you do yeah. to get that thing, whatever it is that you need? Do you need to stand on your own two feet in some kind of area? Is it true? Mm. Is it true? Because there are times where someone might say no to you because you there's something that you need to do for yourself, actually, yeah. because you're not doing mm-hmm. it. It's all growth, isn't yeah. it? It's all how it's all about how you look at yourself in a very genuine way. Mm. How you can help yourself, um, you know. And sometimes pe- people have all different reasons for saying no, and you have to accept that it is what it is. They have that right. Yeah. And I think before you go into asking someone something, you should have that acceptance already in your mind that they have a right to say no. Yes. And- you, so many people ask someone a favor not expecting that in the asking there's the option of the person not doing it mm. but oh because i'm asking like they just think it's just a you know like it's just a formality do you know what it is when you're not good at asking for help when you do ask for help you feel so vulnerable yeah. So when you put yourself out there and you're like, can you do this? You really want them to say yes. Because if they say no, you're like, I'm never being vulnerable again. Like, <laughs> that's what happens, right? I'm never going to ask them for anything again. Like, that's the gonna, thing. I'm never asking anyone. Uh, I'm going to do everything yes. myself. <laughs> yeah, like forever. I'm even going to. I'm going to breathe myself. I'm going to walk myself. I'm literally, I'm going to do everything myself. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you get into <laughs> Yeah, literally, I don't need none Absolutely. of you. Nothing <laughs> for me, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> Obviously, that's our inner yeah. child, right? That's our inner child saying, who didn't put the lids back on my colouring pens, you know? That's our inner child saying, who ripped the page out my colouring book? That's our inner child saying, who had the last ice lolly? I wanted it, you know, like, that's the, the that goes, this really interesting as well, because I put a phrase up on Instagram once, and it was like, it came to me, it was like, from woe is me to wow, it's me, you know, like, you have an option, you can change exactly. that rhythm, you know? Yeah. 
And if you don't, like, because, like, you've got the woe is me muscle. It's built in it. Everyone's got the woe is me muscle. Everybody has that. But have you got the wow, it's me muscle? Yeah. Are you cultivating that muscle? Are you building that, you know? Are you giving yourself a chance to create that joy in your life? Are we just going to keep keep going back to the woe is yeah. me? Yeah. It's how you reframe things as well. You've got to catch things so you can start reframing what is yeah. infiltrate mm-hmm. your mind you've got to go in there and reframe what it is because obviously this thing happened such a long time ago that's that might be through your child child like perception do you know what I mean? your child your mm-hmm. child eyes that didn't have the capacity Indeed. to to actually frame things in an adult in an adult kind of way you know yeah so at this kind of age when you've got the knowledge and whatever you have and you have a chance to reframe Mm. in a new way in a truthful way that is not harmful Mm -hmm. to you and in an adult way because you know like when that thing comes in first it doesn't matter what age Mm. you are you will be the age it happened yes you will go back to that age for a moment there for a split second you will forget that your reality is different and you're older And you will be the small child again. But when your small child turns up, you have an option to meet that small child and reparent. That's the reframing. That's saying, oh, I see you, darling. Come here. What do you need? Let me talk to you now. Exactly. But what a lot of people do is they have that feeling and they call it things like tantrum. You know, they don't address it. They resist it. They feel vulnerable because they're in their child self. So they go and hide. They create a story about the situation that makes the other people or the other thing bad, you know. And they get they get lost in that learning. Because they're back into the childlike self. Yes. And they're trying to be protective. So the ego's having a field day. The ego's like, come here, baby girl. I'll look after you, yeah. you know, like, trust. I will mash everyone oh, up God. and everything. The ego is awful. Because <laughs> I love you, innit? I love you. <laughs> so I'm going to do well, that for you. Sneaky. The ego's sneaky because yes. it will talk to you in two ways. It will love you and it will tell you all that you want to hear, right, to kind of soften the blow. Mm-hmm. But then it will attack you at the same time. <laughs> absolutely yeah it will do all of that come here baby girl let me support you and it would be like look right. at you got snot all over your face look at it it will start well, mocking you you know that's that's the that's the next stage definitely <laughs> we are our own narcissistic boyfriend that's what we are <laughs> i keep saying the ego is like a jealous like a jealous girlfriend or a jealous friend man I love the oh, ego, wow. though, because it's filled with drive and determination. Mm-hmm. And also, it reveals parts of you that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. Where you just go, ooh, you just had a horrible thought, you nasty person, look at you. Like, where you been hiding? Like, it's, it's nice to have the ego come out and be like, yeah, fuck her. I'm like, woo, woo. He's like, I never knew I felt that way. And all of a sudden you're telling me that I yeah. do. Thank you. And why now? Now I get to investigate why, you know, oh, she looks like that girl that was at your school when you was five. Like, ah, that's why. 
you know. That's mad when that happens. Like, it is. It's really yeah. it, resistance against someone and connected to yeah. someone you knew. I worked in education with kids, right? And they had been excluded from school and they were in this new place and they would take instant dislikings to certain teachers. And I would try and work out what it is. It was like, is it their perfume? Is it their tone of voice? Is it because she wears glasses? Like literally breaking it down and making them aware. And I used to do a thing called like a timeline. So I go into their, their history of school and nursery and we'd break it down and we'd find out what year things started going a bit wrong and who were their favorite teachers and what did they look like. And it would really help them create connections. And going through the process, it was like, okay, so this happened. Let's talk about percentages. What percentage of this thing was your fault? And what was theirs? You know, we were really breaking it down. It's such a great exercise to do. And I think that it will really benefit people to do that with their life events as well, actually, above and beyond school. I think just going through your life events like that would really map out for you very clearly where your triggers are, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's wonderful. The mind is a wonderful thing. Um, the opportunity to talk about these kind of things is absolutely amazing. I want to be mindful of the time. And I'm going to say that. We're almost an hour in, and I wondered if we wanted to surmise some way. And I know it's very difficult with things like acceptance, like the 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 key kind of components of acceptance. Mm. This is a harder one than the other weeks, I feel, because as we said, it's so individual in so many senses. Um, but I think it's following how it feels in your body. I think is the first one. If you, uh, okay. I think Nadine touched on it earlier on. Is that if it do, if it isn't sitting right in your body, if it still makes you angry, it still makes you want to cry, it still makes you you're looking for something from it. There's still an attachment when you observe yourself or observe the process, then you probably are not at acceptance. You are somewhere, maybe on the way to it. Mm. But don't force the acceptance if your body, you know, if an anxiety comes up with it or a tension, just don't force it. Go back to the drawing board. But just kind of let it be a process, not a, a forced destination. Nice. Yeah, for me, um, the biggest one is time. It's really important to allow to allow it to unfold, to allow the process to unfold um, instead of just rushing through and saying, look, I accept this, I accept this, yeah, let's just get on with it kind of thing. You know, allow, allow everything to unfold because in that unfolding process, you're going to find some gems. You know, we can't skip these steps. It's, it's like... Um, for example, you get an, you get a uh, a project to do. If you just go from like a week of research straight to to the final product, you've bypassed so much learning. By, you've bypassed so much mm -hmm. learning. You've bypassed all about yourself, basically. You know, which mm -hmm. is what this is actually about. You're finding out all the ways that you are, and you're giving you're you're having an opportunity to reframe some things that need to be reframed. And that's why it's important to allow the process to unfold. But also do the work, whether it's meditation, 
um breath work i do i get towards the end where my mind has had enough i've had enough of the, the thoughts i've had a few nightmares of me having some good fights and then i'm like you know what i'm not having this no more get in my journal and i i spill everything out the next day i'm fine because it's come out of my head onto paper so yeah mm. Okay, this is where it gets really difficult for me because I'm writing down these really wonderful points so I can give them back into, um, of this discussion. And now it's my turn and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So, <laughs> no, I can't. Don't get me there again. I was like, oh, my God, we could do a whole podcast about laughing. Oh, my God, oh, my God, this is going to happen. Um, maybe. Maybe it will. I don't know. Uh, it was a bit touch and go. There's been a few points there where I wanted to really crack up, but I haven't. So, um, so right, we've got follow how it feels. We've got uh, time allows the process to unfold. Um, I think that you need not to have any expectation. Because as soon as you put expectation on acceptance, you know, that you will be feeling differently, the resistance comes in to challenge that. Because they're like, all right, really, really you're going to feel differently, are you? Here you go. You feel differently now. Do you? Do you? It's that kind of feeling, like, and actually you, you cannot. So having no expectation of what acceptance looks like, um, and that's from your perspective, and from any other perception that you may have, the people around you or the thing that you're accepting. Mm. So just no expectation of the process itself, you know, yeah. because you might think you've come through the woods, you know, you come out the other side only to know that there are some more woods. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> there are miles and miles of woods, you know. And, and some days you'll be able to see the sky and other days you won't. It will just be trees everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my one. Don't let me say it again, though, because eh, that might happen. <laughs> um, everyone, you'd have to refer back to our last one, uh, the uh, breakdown that the last one to understand. Yeah. Um, I would say as well, don't use acceptance for somebody else. So if you've been in a situation with someone and they expect an acceptance from you, examine that. Don't just force an acceptance. Or conversely, don't use it as a manipulation. Just know that acceptance isn't something that can be used in that way it's something that it's an experience it's to be experienced not to be just picked up and okay I accept it so don't use it as a tool to end something uncomfortable quickly it's more than that and so if you honor acceptance honor the experience of it it would unfold for you much better than using it as a tool to get out of an uncomfortable problem interaction relationship yeah yeah I also yeah I agree Sophia um 
and also what you were saying Sarah about um not having any any expectation I think like I think that's when you know that you that you are on the way to fully accepting because when you just drop the expectation there's no attachments you know there are no conditions there are no conditions the, the minute you put a story behind why you're accepting you're creating a condition you know you're creating a condition then you know there's going to be some kind of expectations behind that and then it's just then it just goes haywire the ego gets involved and it's a big nonsense but when you just accept mm -hmm. what it is with no expectations how and you're just going to allow it to unfold the way the universe wants it to unfold you know it might be Mm -hmm. two weeks down the line it might be six months down the line but when you look back you know it's all about looking back when you look back you'll see why you know and I think that it's important to when you're going through this process as well to kind of like be by yourself a little bit be by yourself a little bit so you can kind of get into the groove and feel what it is that you need to feel and go through it and yeah be by yourself be by yourself. Or is it my turn again? Good God. <laughs> oh. Again? Really? Again? Right, so we've got follow how it feels. Time allows the process to unfold. You have no expectation of the acceptance. Um, don't use acceptance for manipulation uh, and don't use it as a tool to end something uncomfortable quickly and no conditions when you look back you'll see why spend time alone and reflect i guess definitely. yeah definitely i'm happy to leave that there because i think that this one is a really tough one and and i feel like these pointers are a great guidance and i'm sure that people will come up with their own um ways in and means to use some of these I don't want to overload it because this has been such a heavy topic. Yeah, it was, it was a strange thing. The hardest mm. one. Because it seems it's to have no boundaries. There's no, like, you know, edges. But there aren't any boundaries to There's acceptance. There's no edges to it. It's kind of... That's yeah. right. It could go on forever. It's not in that way. It... And also, you're never out of the process. No. You're continually in the process. Because you can have genuinely accepted, felt, feel the acceptance, but another facet to the the thing <laughs> turns up, and a new acceptance yeah. has to arrive. So yes, yes. So it's it's a continuing thing that you maybe have Absolutely. to go back and reassess something you've accepted before. But don't beat yourself up then if that happens. It's okay. It's okay. So acceptance is like like an onion, it's basically. Like, yeah. it's so like, many layers. Do you know what it's reminding <laughs> me of? It's kind of reminding me of. <laughs> and it stinks. It's kind of reminding me of Sorry. dimensions. Like, different dimensions, but you've got dimensions in dimensions, like infinity, mm -hmm. yeah? I feel like this mm -hmm. is what this is. This is what this is like. So for letting go, there's a whole, there's a whole load of let, like a whole, mm -hmm. so many different aspects to letting go. The same as forgiveness, the same as acceptance. It's like, you're just going through these little, you know, these portals. 
Yes, absolutely. And you know, like some of these doors lead to uh, the other elements, mm. you know, so they go into these other dimensions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're like, but have you really done it? Like, can you show me your certificate, please? Sorry, that's only got one star. You need three stars to get past this door. You need to go back that yeah. way. Sorry. Like, and you have to repeat the lesson. It's just like that. Yeah. Literally, it's just like that. Yeah. Yes, it is just like that. But how beautiful is Wow. It is beautiful. It is extremely beautiful. And it is like entirely a gift to yourself to have any access to these elements. So true. And I hope that there's no one in this world that's denying themselves the capability of these things. And if they are, please have a listen yeah. to this. It might help you, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if you feel it could help somebody else, please share it to people. If there's anyone going through a process where they find it's looking hard to accept, just maybe just share it to them as just an act of kindness, and then they may won't might when they listen, it may help them too. Because I feel this is a massive one for humanity at the moment. Acceptance is massive at the moment. It's a, it's, yeah. As a collective, it's a thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's so heavy to talk about, actually, because there is so many things that we have had to accept. Yes in this last year, you know, and, and also so many things we've had to let yes. go of. Yes. Our freedom <laughs> or our idea that we had freedom. <laughs> exactly. This, I, this conditioned idea of freedom yeah. we've had to relinquish, you know. Yeah. I'm okay with the conditioned idea of freedom leaving, mm. you know. Yeah. Also, like, a lot more time alone. Yeah. And I, I've, I have found this time great actually and I know a lot of people have found it quite difficult and it may be because there is a lack of acceptance you know there is a lack of letting it go you know like we were distracted before so we didn't you could plaster over the cracks of something and not accept it just plaster it with with um, time with people um yeah but now drink you was none of that. Fun you didn't experiences well I think we've done really well ladies um to get to this point because I know that definitely at the beginning I could feel your energies and I could feel how difficult it was to begin this conversation but to get to this point and know that we spent an hour talking about acceptance I feel really pleased with myself actually how do you feel I feel amazing <laughs> I feel good yeah. it's good yeah. to it's good to kind of like talk about the process because um, it doesn't. Not everyone is going to go through this, go through it the exact same way. Um, no. And some mm -hmm. of it, again, any kind of healing work is, it's not pretty. It doesn't all look pretty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you know, to have these talks, you know, if people are listening, they can kind of get an idea of actually this is this is normal. You know, we need to start normalizing these things. And these mm -hmm. conversations. It, it gives us as well, doesn't it, a a view of where we've come to, like what our, where where our journey has brought us to. So in 
in doing these talks for people, it's also still helping with our own ongoing healing process. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Giving us a marker for kind of where we're at that we can talk about this something this level mm-hmm. and in a coherent manner without it being emotional but yet there is still that we kind of I can observe the almost feeling of emotion within me discussing acceptance because it's so so big but yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful that we are here at this point because we probably couldn't have discussed this six months ago so mm. Yeah, and you know what it is? The self-love that you're experiencing makes it safe to do so. Yes. And that is what is beautiful also, you know, like that gift that you've given yourself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That trust for yeah. ourselves is beautiful. That we really Absolutely. We trust ourselves yes. with this. And this, that is amazing and powerful. And somewhere mm-hmm. I've I'm, in all my year, this is new, but it's like wonderment, like... Wow. Wow. Look And you know what? This this is like International Women's Month, really, isn't it? And I know it's International Women's Day next Monday. Um, but this is international this is women's month. Every month's women's month. Every minute is women's minute, every second is women's second. But like just to have this beautiful energy right now of sharing and, and showing up for each other and yeah. ourselves. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you thank you. Thank you to you and every other divine feminine that makes it possible for us to stand so tall and Exactly, because that's it. You know, you it's the journey isn't easy, you know, and I'm just thankful that I have that I've been able to share that with you two. Because um, yeah, I'm I'm very I, I'm very very thankful that I'm able to share it with you too. Ditto, ditto, so much. Yes, so I am too. So much gratitude for that. Okay, so uh, thank you, ladies. I guess we're gonna call time on this wonderful conversation. Um, Definitely. And and I guess take our own time to reflect upon what we've shared. You know. Mm. Um, and also, if anyone wants to reach out and get in contact with any of us, you're very welcome. If you have any kind of ideas about the things that you'd like us to discuss, we're open to that. So just inbox, DM any one of us. Um, and, yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll get this on and popping, and we'll let you know if you have been chosen um, uh, and you've created the theme for our, for our chat. We'll let you know so you can have a listen. And we absolutely are accepting guests, you know. Um, so, yeah, like I said, <laughs> yeah, male, female, we're absolutely open to all of it. Um, yes, so thank you. Thank you for listening. And join us again next time where we'll be discussing question mark because <laughs> I've got one in my head, but I don't want to say it here just in case it changes. <laughs> And we're going to end this on divine timing. It's going to be one hour, 11 minutes, and 11 seconds. And that is going to be in the next nine seconds. And that's it. That's it. That's the end. Because I, I think that we need that number right now. Oh, beautiful. Goodbye, ladies. Bye. Bye.